0: Are you ready to start your entrepreneurial journey and just not sure where to start? Well, we can help, so let's connect! and thank you for taking the time to visit with me at the Capers Business Ventures Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Mel Capers, and I am so delighted to be with you. Hey, listen, the information that we're about to provide in this episode is protected by intellectual and copyright laws that were established by Capers Business Ventures in 2021. And before I get going too far ahead of myself, let me give pause right now and give thanks to my great creator for just allowing me... Another opportunity to do his will on this side of heaven. And I also want to take this moment to give a shout out to my great friend, Renalda Sullivan. She is doing wonderful things with her business. It's called Dream Differently, and you need to check her out. She's at RenaldasUllivan.com. It's a business she created to help mothers who have children with autism. Again, renalda sullivan.com you need to check her out because she's doing amazing things hey listen this episode is going to be about cbv services and what we are offering you especially if you're ready to start your own business venture we call this episode transitioning to entrepreneurship so buckle up and let's jump right into it again, I want to thank you all for taking the time to tune us in and follow us on our podcast. And this episode is for all the entrepreneurs, the brand new entrepreneurs who are ready to launch their business, but not really sure if now is a good time to do it. And I tell you this statement, and it's a very, very, very acceptable statement. There is no time better than this time To start your own business, to jump into it. You know, you've heard so many different things like jump and build your wings on the way down. (laughs) You might hear some other things too. But the point I'm making is you just have to start. You have to do it. Mind you now, you go out there and you think you have everything together and you find out you don't. I have this plan about transitioning to entrepreneurship, and it takes a little while. It takes two, three, four, sometimes five years to get to that point where you are actually breaking margins. When I say breaking margins, I'm talking about breaking even, where your expenses are not overwhelming you. So, what we're going to do in this episode, we're going to just slow things down just a little bit to make sure that we are clear on some of the steps that you should take in the process of launching your business. And when I say launch your business, I mean even before you launch your business, before you set a date and said, I'm going to become available to provide services or products to a customer or customers on this date. I call that launching your business. But there are so many things that you have to do in the background prior to that launch date, prior to that open the door date. And some of the things that you have to do may discourage you. But I'm going to tell you there is a way to plan through it, to work through it and stick with it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And specifically in this segment, we're going to start off with some of the background information that you'll need to consider And you'll need to make sure that you pay attention to before you open the doors. All right. Before you open the doors, there are some things that you should be considering. And we're going to talk about that in our first segment. let me just start here. One of the earliest things that is always an issue when you want to get started is to just get started. Let's face it. You know, everybody wants to have that opportunity to be their own boss and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody should without question. Some things, some things you have to be ready for. And you have to be ready for disappointment when you start your business because there are going to be a lot of disappointments. Now, I'm not saying devastating disappointments, but it may be so much so that you may decide to say this is too much work and I don't want to do this. Don't do that. You got to get started. There are going to be some things that you are going to find that are hindrances to you and you just have to work through it. You have to fight through that. So, in getting started, one of the first things you want to do is you want to come up with the name of your business. (laughs) Now, that sounds too easy, right? And everybody might think, oh, that's easy to do. I'll just come up with whatever. And you can come up with whatever name you want. The only problem is you may not be able to use that name. Yeah, there might be another company that has that name. And guess what? You can't use your name. If your name is Smith, Roberts, Rogers, or anything that's common, you may already have a company out there that uses your name. So think of a name that you'd like to use, be creative. And if you can, think of a name that really defines your products or your services. It will be very helpful when you have a name of your company that defines what you're selling. Make it easy for people to remember. But again, you have to do a search to make sure the name that you're choosing for your business is not already, already used Now, let's say you got a good name. I'm going to pick a name. Let's say um, you're going to call yourself Patterson's Plumbing and Associates. Like that. Patterson's Plumbing and Associates. See, already in the name, you already know what the business focuses on. Plumbing. But then you do a name search and you find out that somebody already has Patterson's Plumbing and Associates. You can't use that name. But then get creative. Maybe use an initial or two. Call yourself J.L. Patterson's Plumbing and Associates. Do a search for that. Aha! That name is not being used. J.L. Patterson Plumbing and Associates. So therefore, you may have your name like that. The bottom line here is when you choose your name, you have to do a little research to find out If that name is being used already, and if it's not, then that's the name that you can use for your company. So you got a name. That's the first thing that you want to think of. Pretty easy, isn't it? So we know we've got a company that's going to do plumbing. We did the research and we found out that company's name is not being used anywhere. So you can use that name. Now you want to try to move forward by going to the next step. And that next step is to register your company with the state you're located in. Whatever state you're located in, you need to do some research. Go to the state's website when it talks about, um, you know, starting a brand new business. Find out what the rules are in your state. Now, When you find out what the rules are and what you need to do, you'll find that you have to register the name of your company in that state. There again, you're going to have to do some searching to find out if within that state, that name isn't being used. If it's fine, if it's clear that it's not going to be used, then go ahead and register your name with your state. That will probably cost a fee. And the fee is different in each state. So that is why I said you must go to your state tax assessor's website or wherever the department that handles new businesses. Go ahead and register the name of your company with the new business. Now, when you register your company, you have to make a determination of what type of company it is. When I say what type of company it is, I'm saying, is your company a corporation? Is your company a sole proprietor? Is your company a uh, joint venture? Is your company a partnership? Again, look at your state's website and they have the definitions of the different types of companies that they recognize, that you'll be registering for. But if you are a sole proprietor, you're just doing your own business, then you want to register your business as a sole proprietor. Now, there is another step there that you'll see in many companies. You see the letters LLC, Limited Liability Company. You might want to tag your sole proprietor business as an LLC. That is really up to you. And that's up to an attorney or anyone you want to have conversations with to find out what the best way to register your business. Now, Here's some of the hindrances, some of the stumbling blocks that I mentioned earlier. This might cost you some money might cost you a significant amount of money to register your company's name with your state. Each state is different, so you have to do the research. I would also suggest that you have conversations with people who know what it takes to register your company in your state and some of the legal parameters. Now, does that mean you have to go out and hire a lawyer? I'm not saying yes or no, but having a lawyer nearby, one way or another, to give you some sort of recommendation or advice on the legalities of registering your company, it's not a bad idea. It's a pretty good idea. You're going to find later on that you're going to probably need a lawyer or access to a lawyer quite often and frequently. You might be able to do it yourself. You can always go on Google and Look at some of the legal uh, sites that have the different forms or the different information. But that's up to you. Here again, find the name of your company. See if it's being used. If it's not being used, then register it within your state. It's going to cost you a fee, more than likely. And you are going to have to know the legalities of establishing your new business. So quite a bit of things up front. Can you get it done in a day? I'm sure you can somewhere if all the stars are lined up and everybody you need to talk to at the state you're in is available and is willing to drop everything and do everything for you at that moment, then you can get it all done. But just take it from me, it may not work that way all the time, but you may get lucky. But those are some of the things you want to do to start to register your business and your state. Once you do that, there is something else you have to do with the federal government. You need to apply for what is called an EIN or a tax ID number. Here's what an EIN is. It's an employer identification number, but truly it's a tax identification number. And it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an application that you have to go through the Internal Revenue Service to get your EIN. The EIN is is used to identify the business entity that you've created. All businesses need an EIN and that's according to the Internal Revenue Service. The EIN is usually required for licensing and permitting yourself to open a business and a bank account. Okay? So it's really important to make sure you get an EIN. Now, the process for, you know, the filing process can be confusing for people who are not professionals. Yeah. So it's not that difficult, but it is one of those things you have to do and you have to associate your company Whether it be an individual sole propriety, a limited liability company, a corporation, partnership, whatever. Every company has to have an employer identification number or a tax ID number. And that's important when I talk about a tax ID number because eventually you're going to have to file taxes with your small business. So let's see if we got it right. So far, we got a name. Got to choose a name and make sure the name is a name that you can use that somebody else is not using then you have to register your company with your state that's another hurdle you have to jump and I would register your company to get it on the books to make sure that your state that you're operating out of recognizes your company as a company now, you have to determine whether it's a sole proprietor, limited liability, corporation, partnership, nonprofit, S Corp, a church, or whatever. You're going to have to do all of that. And again, you need to do some research on your state s- a site. Just make sure you go to the state that you're living in and that you want your, your company registered in. Go there and register your company. So, I've Got you to the point of getting your company registered. Oh, company name, company registered. And now you get an EIN number. Once you get an EIN number, you are now identified as a business. But you can't be a business until your state recognizes you as a business. So once you get your EIN number, and it doesn't take long for the IRS to actually send you a tax ID number or EIN. Once you get all of that, you have started the initial steps of Transitioning to Entrepreneurship. steps are done. We still got a ways to go. But I want to make sure that I don't just run through this and leave you hanging. So I want to let you know that at Capers Business Ventures at CBV Services, we have a community where if you want to learn more, you want to be a part of a cohort and you're starting your own business. If you want to be in a group to learn the subsequent steps that you need to take to be a part of uh, the business world and on your own company, we invite you to join our level up community, our level up community. Yes, you can reach us by going to our website at cbbservices.com forward slash community. cbbservices.com forward slash community. So there is an opportunity for people to sign up on the CBV Level Up community. You got to love it because it'll give you an opportunity to join others who are trying to start their businesses. And together we'll talk about all of the steps that you need to take to get your business off the ground and target it for your launch date. Remember, it's cbvservices.com forward slash community. Please consider joining our community and let's, let's take a ride together. Let's go on this journey together and I promise you, you will be informed. We will bring some people who specialize in bookkeeping. We'll bring people on to specialize in taxes. We'll bring people on who can talk to you about some legal aspects and i'm going to make sure you get what you need by being a part of this community and we are looking forward to you joining us at the cbv level up community check it out at cbvservices.com forward slash community so there you have it the initial steps you'll need to take to start your business now We're not done there. We've got some more steps that you'll need to take to get your business going. And you're going to have to check us out on future podcast episodes. So I want you to keep an eye out for us on future podcast episodes. Listen, it's been great having you here. And to all my friends, like I always say, we will see you the next time.